Welcome to the News Nest. Hello, Owens. Welcome to the News Nest. This is Sparrow. At the time of this recording, I do not have a new quest clue to read to you, so um, you'll have to watch for this week for the next quest clue. And now for this week's FPF winners. The FPF winners this week were Nat and Kelly and Casa Knitter. Congratulations to the two of you, and we'll see you guys all back next week. There's not a whole lot to talk about this week. It was another slower week. The spring swap is starting to kind of come to a close. The spring swap thank you thread is full of pictures and thank yous. Um, looks like most people are starting to receive their packages. They've been some lovely packages. Thank you so much to everyone who um, helped put that on. And um, never fear if you haven't received yours. Looks like several people still haven't sent. I'm just, you know, it looks like it's it's on its way to being wrapped up. So, And I'm sure there's going to be another swap coming along shortly. Because we're a very swappy bunch. <laughs> there is, there's not been any new news about the um, Team Owly Ravolympics uh, team. Um, I haven't seen anything about signing up in the Ravolympics group yet. So as far as I know, just if you're interested, just m post in the thread there in Talkland. And keep watching for any news from Winterfee or Pixieware um, about what we need to do next. The Bookish Owls are now reading the book The Night Circus. Um, I think I mentioned it last time, so if you'd like to join us to read The Night Circus, um, I didn't get around to putting up a thread to discuss it. I will be doing that this upcoming week, and that way we can start discussing it without putting spoilers in the Bookish Owlies thread. There was a video knit night that Rista1313 posted on Google+. Um, it happened last Wednesday. And basically, everyone logged into Google Plus at the same time and got to see each other and chat and knit. And it looked like it was absolutely a ton of fun. They are planning more, but I'm not seeing any like specifics yet. So I'll have the thread linked where you can go to talk about it. And um, if you'd like to get together with other alleys on video um google plus is similar to skype you can it's you just set up your webcam log into google plus and chat with people um it just seems like google plus handles more people better than skype does skype seems to crash when you get more than two or three going so there is a thread for that looks like it was a lot of fun i wasn't able to be there but i'm hoping i can in the future so lots of fun april ali rimo is coming to a close for the writers out there we only have one week left of April Owly Rimo. I hope you guys are all meeting your goals. Um, the thread's been kind of quiet, but I think that's just because we're all really busy writing our little hands off. So <laughs> I hope you guys had fun, and maybe we can uh, plan another one for a few months down the road. That seems to be about all the news, and so I will now go over to our interview. Our interview this week was with Antari Star, and here we go. What brought you to Talkland? Antari Star says, Last summer, when everyone was going nuts over the beekeeper's quilt, I watched Stephanie's video and I just loved it. I loved her enthusiasm and her lightheartedness. Aside from crafting, what's your favorite thing to do? 
That would have to be a toss-up between reading and sleeping. I'm very inquisitive. I want to know everything and why. On the other hand, I could easily sleep 10 hours every night. Pesky job cuts into my sleeping time every morning. What kinds of yarns or fibers do you like? Raises hand. Fiber snob over here. I like a finely twisted merino or silk. I also tend to knit garments made of thin yarn on small needles, so a couple of skeins of nice yarn goes a long way and takes a long time to use up. What project do you make? Sorry, excuse me. What project have you made so far do you remember the best? I made my father an awesome hat a few years ago. It was it was a two-color fair isle with terrier dogs on it and the name of the park they go walking in all the time. He has worn it to the point where it is a pilly mess, so maybe he'll need a new one this year. Is there a familial importance in knitting for you? My mother and I have always been big crafters. She was into quilting when I was younger, so I went to lots of quilt shows and classes with her. As I have gotten older, I've decided that I like the portability of knitting, and she has always also focused on her knitting too. It's fun to talk about our projects and compare yarns and such. How did you learn to knit? My junior year of college, my roommate and I decided that we wanted to learn. So my mother sat us down on the kitchen table and taught us. We both had wonderful alpaca yarn and proudly knitted scarves for our boyfriends that Christmas. Turns out they were both completely undeserving. Oh well, you live and learn. If you could go back in time for 24 hours, where and when would you go? I would go back to the day before a lottery winning. I know it sounds shallow, but think of the things you could do if you never had to worry about money ever again. You could launch that business you've been toying with, but you're worried you'll never make enough to cover the bills. You could pay off your friend's student loans. You could buy, pay your brother's bills so that he and his wife can stay home with the kids. You could travel to and hang out with your friend who is ill or be with someone as they are dying. Or you could just take the whole family for a, for a summer vacation each year. It sounds nice, doesn't it? It does. I agree with you, Ontario <laughs> Star. What is your favorite fairy tale and why? I have no idea. I'm not good with having favorites, but I did take a whole class on fairy tales in college, and that was fascinating. The professor explained how they began as cautionary stories, explaining social constructs, and how they have changed over time as different things became more and less important to different societies. Fascinating stuff. What is your quirk? Now, um, pre-interview, Antari Star sent me a, a PM that said um, that she was in trouble because she uh, wasn't sure which quirk to pick. Apparently, she has quite a few, but this is the one she decided to share with us. She says, I'm not really big on babies. Human babies don't do a thing for me, but show me a kitty or any other kind of animal and I turn into a cooing, silly woman. I can't seem to help myself. What did you want to be when you grew up? Antari Star says, no idea, and I still don't know. And then I asked her to share with us how she ended up living in a bread and bed and breakfast. Um, and, in case you don't know, she lives in a bed and breakfast during the week, and I, I thought that was interesting. And she says, when I first started this job a couple of years ago, I was looking for something to do in the evenings. I stopped into the local art gallery that was offering a pottery lessons. I started taking weekly lessons from the owner, a retired university professor, and we got to know each other, and I also got to know his wife. They are both lovely people. One day he asks me how I like the place I'm staying, and well, I don't. It's out in the boonies, and the landlord is not ideal. 
Turns out they own the B&B in town and they have a room open. It's right next to their rooms, so they are a little picky about who they rent it to. So he picked me up from work one day and showed me around. My jaw dropped when I saw everything. It was a simple furnished room with a small attached bathroom, but I could have the run of the rest of the house. Did I like it, and could I see myself living here? Oh, yes, so I moved in that week. I also asked her to tell us about Hellcat. Um, if you've seen Antari Star around, you'll notice that she talks about Hellcat quite a bit, and he shows up in lots of her pictures, and I was curious about how he got the name. And so she says, He showed up on our doorstep five years ago. He was skinny and had a badly infected foot. He just jumped up and begged to come in the front door like he had been doing it his whole life. We would sit outside and he would just climb onto our laps, begging to be petted and drooling over the ecstasy of a few head scratches. So we scooped him up and brought him to the vet to have his foot seen about. That's where the Hellcat came out. He wouldn't let them look at or touch him. He just screamed and threw a fit. They had to sedate him in order to check out the foot and the ear mites and all of the puncture wound infections from all of his fighting with other cats, not with the vet. A few hundred dollars later and he was mine. Little did I know that this scene of screaming vet's office visits would become a regular occurrence. You see, he likes to fight. He's the most aggressive cat I have ever met. He can't ignore another cat. He must attack. There is a small problem with all of this, all of this fighting. He always loses. Seriously, every single time. Infections become a regular occurrence, so that I became quite skilled with a towel and a bottle of hydrogen peroxide. But when he came home with a torn ligament or a tendon, I can't remember which one, he had to have surgery. That was it. No more outside, no more fighting. Poor Mr. West, after that surgery, he had to bring Hellcat to the vet every week to have his bandages changed. We couldn't do it ourselves because he would fight us the entire time, biting and clawing until we bled. Lucky for him, the Hellcat has his good points as well. He can be just as sweet as he is bad. He'll follow you around, chirping and trying to convince you to pet him. When you do scratch his head, he'll grunt and pull your hand closer to his head. He likes to sit like a panda with his back up against something and his paws resting on his belly. He will wedge himself into the chair with me in the evenings, demand pets, and then snooze with his head resting on the armrest. He's got so much personality and I adore him for that. And that is the end of Antari Star's interview and it was wonderful. I laughed so much at her descriptions of Hellcat and I really enjoyed reading it. So thank you very much for giving us a great interview on Tari Star. And that is what I've got for you guys today. And I'll see you guys back here next week. Bye!